my initial fears of ziplining, like so many things that we are fearful of in life, were far overblown. What was going on in my head did not actually match the reality of my experience. And I think that's what often happens with fear, right? We overthink it and we think things are going to be much worse than what they really are when we face our fears. Hi, I'm Michelle Rios, host of the Live Your Extraordinary Life podcast. This podcast is built on the premise that life is meant to be joyful, but far too often we settle for less. So if you've ever thought that something is missing from your life, that you were meant for more, or you simply want to experience more joy in the everyday, then this podcast is for you. Each week, I'll bring you captivating personal stories, transformative life lessons, and juicy conversations on living life to the fullest with the hope to inspire you to create a life you love on your terms with authenticity, purpose, and connection. Together, we'll explore what it means to live an extraordinary life, the things that hold us back, and the steps we all can take to start living our best lives. So come along for the journey. It's never too late to get started, and the world needs your light. Today, I want to talk about facing our fears, and specifically, how when we choose to face the fear, and as the saying goes, do it anyway, we allow ourselves to take those massive leaps of faith that create expansion, which enlarges our vision for our lives, boosts our confidence, and enables us to take risks to attain our goals and uplevel our lives. As many of you know, I've taken several of my own leaps of faith lately, most notably launching the Live Your Extraordinary Life podcast earlier this year, and more recently stepping away from my longstanding corporate career in order to pursue new endeavors. Neither of these were easy decisions in the sense that they both came with many unknowns, but I'm finding that facing my fears, stepping away from the status quo, and stepping into these leaps of faith have greatly expanded my vision for what's possible, increased my risk tolerance, and have made way for more expansion in my life. And that's where the story begins. Recently, I attended a retreat in Costa Rica, which in and of itself was different for me because while I have traveled extensively, it's always been with people I know and mostly family. In this case, I traveled to a country I hadn't been to in more than 20 years to stay deep in the rainforest for the first time with a group of 16 other women I had never met. I was looking for something that would push the boundaries for me, something disruptive for my daily life, because I've come to realize that that's when expansion occurs, when you're out of your daily routine, when you're exposed to new things, new ideas, new cultures, and new experiences. And boy, oh boy, this experience in Costa Rica did not disappoint. During this week-long retreat, there were several planned outings and activities. And one of them was ziplining high above the rainforest canopy, something that Costa Rica has become well known for. To be honest, the idea of ziplining through the sky on a cable more than a thousand feet up in the air 
did not invoke excitement for me, more like low-level anxiety that intensified as the day of the ziplining excursion drew closer. In fact, I was pretty vocal among our group in the 24 hours leading up to the outing that this was definitely not my cup of tea. I have no problem with airplanes or helicopters or tall buildings, but really tall roller coasters or water slides with a steep drop or glass bottom observation decks at the Grand Canyon, all those things that the thrill seekers love, not my thing. So ziplining over the Jurassic Park-esque rainforest in Costa Rica felt even more precarious. In fact, I felt so uneasy that I almost didn't go. Needless to say, I only got about 30 minutes of sleep that night. As I awoke, completely exhausted and still slightly terrified of how high up we'd be. I was prepared to forego the entire outing. In fact, I told my colleagues who were waiting outside for the van pickup that I was going to skip it. And so I went back, got into bed, pulled the covers up, and closed my eyes with great anticipation of falling blissfully back to sleep for a few more coveted hours when it hit me. As I lay there, I knew, but I knew, but I knew that if I didn't get up and face this fear, it would become a potential mental block for me. I know myself well. And I really don't want any blocks right now in my life. I'm in a period of creativity and flow, and I'd like to keep it that way for as long as possible. So facing my fear of ziplining in Costa Rica became an analogy for facing fears and meeting challenges that would inevitably crop up in this new chapter of my life. So I jumped out of bed, quickly dressed, threw on a pair of shoes, and ran to catch the van that was about to depart. When our group arrived at the zipline location, I immediately sought out one of the guides, admitted that I was really scared, and asked if a guide could accompany me, which I was assured one could. As the go time hour approached, the idea of ziplining from one mountaintop high above the canopy of the rainforest now provoked a pit in my stomach and my heart began to beat faster. But I figured that at least I would be accompanied by a guide who likely had another tour group after ours. So the chances of falling to my untimely death seemed unlikely. So off we went. Our group of 13 women, four chose to sit this one out then climbed into the back of what can only be described as an armory transport vehicle, covered on the top, open on all sides, just like the ones used to transport soldiers in military operations. Yeah, you get the picture. And then we began the bumpy journey, first crossing through a rather large, muddy river, then ascending the mud-slicked mountainside through the damp and cool rainforest. When we finally arrived at the top, a good half hour later at this point, the guides checked our harnesses and gear once again and handed us large leather gloves that we learned were necessary for grabbing onto the cable while in motion to slow or break our descent. I figured it's unlikely I'd need to use these, but okay. The guide who was to accompany me on the zip line called me over, connected my harness to the cable, looked at me and asked, ready? The short answer was, uh, no, I didn't want to go first. 
but it was clear that the plan was to have me, the person with the most fear, go first and get it over with. Did I mention that it had started to rain? I looked nervously around at the vast expanse in front of me, and before I could even think twice, the guide pushed off and we were gliding swiftly through the air. I closed my eyes, took a deep breath, and braced for the sensation of falling, which is what I had anticipated what ex- I would experience. But while we were gliding fast through the air, there was no severe drop, which is when the guide said in Spanish, abre los ojos, open your eyes. And so I opened my eyes to what was the most spectacular, breathtaking view. We were soaring like birds high above the rainforest canopy below. Actually found myself easing into the discomfort and I began to relax my shoulders. I looked around, took in the view, and I felt almost giddy with excitement. I had been fearful right up until that moment, but I did it anyway. And now I was on the other side of that fear and I was feeling pretty darn courageous. So much so that when we squarely landed on the platform on the other side, I didn't think twice when the guide suggested that this time I go backwards so I could lean back and take in the view. So I did just that. I leaned all the way back so that my body was in a straight line. I extended my arms overhead and it was so freeing and such a sense of peace filled me. The fear had all but melted away and I was really enjoying the experience. I was so proud of myself for facing my fear and doing it scared. I would have otherwise missed out on all that beauty that you could only take in from this bird's eye view. But while I was experiencing triumph over fear, I became acutely aware after the first run that that was not the case for some of our companions, who while didn't seem nervous before we arrived, were now high up in the air experiencing anxiety and uneasiness, actually crossing the zip lines, which happened to be some of the longest and tallest in all of Costa Rica. In fact, after the second zip line, there were 13 in total, I opted to go across solo and let one of our other group members go tandem with my guide. So we continued on as a group, experiencing a mix of emotions. Some of us, like me, had relaxed into this whole thing and were having a great time and frankly elated beyond belief. And others, well, they were trepidatious at best. And we continued zipline after zipline, soaring through the air without incident. That is, until the ninth zipline, which is when all hell broke loose. And I once again remembered why I really didn't want to do this in the first place. On the ninth zipline, it began to rain harder and the clouds rolled in, obstructing the view from the platform on one end of the zipline to the platform on the other side. This quickly became problematic as we realized that our guides did not have the most sophisticated methods for communicating when the line was clear and it was safe to send the next person down. They essentially watched each person cross and when they saw the individual was nearing the other side, they sent the next person down. 
problem was the cloud cover from the rainstorm made it impossible to see from one end of the line to the other. So the guides essentially waited until they didn't feel the vibration on the cable as a signal that the person had made it across and that it was safe to send the next person, which is precisely when things went awry. On this particular run, I was near the end of the group as we made our way across. In fact, there were nine people that went ahead of me. I was the 10th to go, and there were three more from our group and the last guide behind me in the queue. So when it was my turn, I started to zip across, but within 30 seconds, I could see the person ahead of me that had not cleared the line. She had only made it about three quarters of the way across and got stuck. God knows why possibly water build up on the cable. It was unclear, but she was dangling in the air. I, on the other hand, was barreling down at a very fast pace right toward her when I looked up and saw the guide on the platform ahead signal for me to break. So I quickly raised my leather-gloved hand above and behind me to grab the cable and began to slowing myself down until I came to a full stop. When I stopped and looked around, I realized that I was in the very middle of the zipline, dangling more than a thousand feet in the air as rain pelted my face. Surprisingly, I didn't panic. I just took a deep breath and focused on the rescue mission that was happening with the woman that was stuck further ahead. And I thought to myself, oh, it'll be quick. They'll come get me next. And I tried to stay focused and not look down or around too much because I knew with each passing second, I was apt to lose my nerve. And just then, I heard it. That fast buzzing noise of another person coming down the zip line behind me. Not able to fully turn around to see, I yelled out for the person to slow down, but it was too late. The woman slammed right into me. And that's when things went from bad to worse. Realizing that we were dangling in the middle of the zip line, high above the rainforest with rain pelting us, the woman behind me, who was at this point anxious and tired from the experience, began to descend into a full-blown panic attack. She was having difficulty breathing and was also too tired to hold onto the bar above and started slipping sideways to the left, still secure in her harness, but no longer upright. She was essentially hanging halfway upside down and now pulling the cable sideways with her. Which is when that buzzing sound of yet another person descending fast upon us pierced my ears again. And after about a minute, it happened again and again. In the end, there were five of us, four women from our group, and the last guide stuck hanging in the middle of the zip line, high above the Costa Rican rainforest. At first, our colleagues on the far side waiting for us on the platform seemed to be laughing at the five-body pileup, but that laughter quickly dissipated when they realized the situation was serious. Zip lines just aren't designed to maintain the weight of five adults all stuck together at the same point. The woman behind me became more inconsolable and no amount of coaxing or plating for her to pull herself together was actually helping. 
And with the cable being pulled in the direction she was dangling, we couldn't advance along the cable to get to the other side. And now her leg was wrapped around my legs as she attempted to pull herself up and the weight was pulling me sideways as well. The minutes began to feel like an eternity. Despite the gravity of the situation, I remained calm. I was laser focused on what we needed to do to get to the other side. And at that moment, I was very grateful for all my leadership and crisis management skills. Then the guide started to give me commands in Spanish to give to the woman behind me an attempt to bring the cable back into line so we could start making the trek across to the other side. It wouldn't budge. And it became very clear that if we were going to get across, we were going to have to manually trek to the other side. So he told me to put both gloved hands on the cable above. And together, the guide and I began pulling ourselves hand over hand forward across the cable. Our efforts were slow, but sure. We finally made it to the other side, and all of us were off that zip line after an estimated 11 minutes dangling in the air. Everyone was initially quiet, and there were a few tears of relief, but we still had four zip lines to cross before we were done, because the only way down was down. We finally made it all the way to the bottom without further incident. And while the gravity of the freak accident on the ninth zip line took me some time to process, the overall experience has yielded some really important lessons. First, my initial fears of zip lining, like so many things that we are fearful of in life, were far overblown. What was going on in my head did not actually match the reality of my experience. And I think that's what often happens with fear, right? We overthink it and we think things are going to be much worse than what they really are when we face our fears. The sensation of the zip lining is not at all what I had originally imagined. It was actually much more enjoyable. And if I had given into the fear and not gone, I would have missed out on that. And I would have missed out on the opportunity to demonstrate courage in the face of big challenges. That courage was exactly what I needed in order to face the situation that unfolded on the night zip line. The courage I summoned to get through that experience boosted my confidence in ways it's really hard to put into words. While I admittedly was the most nervous of our group going into this whole excursion, I ended up playing a big role in getting us safely through the ordeal and back to Tierra Firma. By allowing myself to feel the fear and do it anyway, I allowed myself to experience things that ended up bolstering my confidence a thousandfold. In fact, I'm feeling pretty unstoppable. And I know this will serve me in other areas of my life well beyond ziplining as I expand my vision for what's possible take on new challenges, and continue to up-level my life. If facing the fear and doing it anyway can do this for me, it can do this and more for you as well. 
Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed this podcast episode, please take a moment to rate and review. If you have recommendations for future topics, please reach out to me at michellereosofficial.com. Lastly, please consider supporting this podcast by sharing it. Together we can reach, inspire, and positively impact more people. Thank you.